Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. This podcast may cause dizziness, confusion, bloating, uncontrollable laughter, and in some cases, anal leakage. Listener discretion is strongly advised. This is episode number 11 of Excuse Me, That's Illegal, the podcast that takes a hardcore look at some softcore crimes. I'm your amateurish host, Leroy Luna, coming at you straight out of the closet with another tale of low-level scumbaggery, this time from beautiful sunny Florida. Florida has quite the reputation these days, so it's actually kind of shocking I made it through 10 episodes before finally picking some of that low-hanging fruit. It'll be our first, and definitely not our last, visit to that cesspool known as the Sunshine State. No offense to any Floridian listeners, of course. I'm not talking about you, just all the other people. Before we get into it, I want to read a review I just received, and I also, unfortunately, have a sad announcement to make. Okay, so first things first. The review is titled, Amateurish and Poorly Done. Sorry, but you are not quite there yet. Listen to some professional podcasts that do deep-dive investigations. Get a journalism degree. Stop doing bad accents. Stop the personal opinions, especially the ones that show your North American bias. Pretty big waste of my time. That comes from DJ Dictator, emphasis on the dick, all the way from the Netherlands. Thanks, Deej. The Netherlands actually shares a border with Belgium, so I think I know what happened here. Deej listened to the Pizza Pie Prankster episode, and he drives a delivery scooter for Pizza Hut, and was offended when I mocked his mode of transportation. Sorry, Deej. 
It just kind of caught me off guard. Still makes me laugh when I think of those delivery drivers on their scooters. DJ is a little bit douchey, no doubt about it. However, he does bring up some good points. And that leads me to my announcement. Sorry everyone, this is hard for me to say. I know this podcast is just getting started, but... Sorry, I'm getting a little choked up here. I've decided to go on a hiatus. I I hope you'll all stay subscribed and stick around till I'm ready to come back. Don't worry, it won't be for that long. Just a few years. I'm going to go back to school and get my journalism degree. Maybe even a law degree while I'm at it. I feel it'll really add to the show when I'm doing deep dives on joggers shitting on people's lawns. Maybe I'll even get into law enforcement as well. Try and catch some of these criminals myself. I've just been too lazy. Okay, I'm kidding. But it's funny because I actually did go to college for journalism. Dropped out after my first year. I was young and just not really enjoying it, so I quit. I was in the midst of my lucrative career at the bingo hall at the time, which in hindsight probably made the decision easier. If I'm being honest, it's something I still regret to this day. Not enough to go back or anything, but I do regret the choice. The thing is, there'll always be people that don't get you. Doesn't matter. You just gotta keep doing what makes you happy and do it in your own way. DJ doesn't get me, and that's fine. He should probably just stick to watching the evening news if he wants that professional feel. And definitely stay away from me. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and keep searching for my audience. They say you got to crack a few eggs to make an omelet. So don't worry, as long as you guys keep eating my omelets, I'm going to keep cracking those eggs. Not sure if that makes sense, but I think you get what I'm trying to say. I'm just going to throw out one joke review this time. Keep those jokes coming, I love them. I want to hear some nasty ones too though. Don't be afraid to get a little weird with them. This one comes via Rachel from Australia. Thanks, mate. She says, what sits at the bottom of the sea and shakes? A nervous wreck. (laughs) Okay, you know what that sound means. Let us cruise these Florida streets as I serenade you with another tale of low-level true crime. Don't worry, my friends. I promise to have you back home in time for dinner. Mmm, what's that spaghetti I smell? Ragu Robbers. Florida is for lovers. Don't know who said that quote. I just saw it on a t-shirt once. I remember wanting to go there so badly as a child. Friends coming back from vacations going Florida this and Florida that. The amusement parks, the nice weather. It always seemed like a lovely place to visit. Full of families on vacations and old retirees. Jerry Seinfeld quote, My parents didn't want to move to Florida. But they turn 60, and that's the law. End quote. What's the deal with Florida? Sorry, that was a terrible Jerry. I never made it to Florida, and as I've grown up, I've discovered there's a lot more to it than old folks and young vacationers. There's a much darker side. There's actually a Florida Man Challenge. I'm sure some of you have heard of this. 
You type in Florida Man followed by your birth date, and then you enjoy the mayhem that ensues. The first thing that pops up is always something ridiculous. I'll do it now. Okay, Florida Man, June 11th, which is my birthday. Do you like how I'm acting like I'm just typing this now and didn't already search it days ago? It's acting skills, baby. Okay, and here's what pops up. Florida man caught with cocaine on his nose and cis drugs were not his. Not bad. We can probably do better, though. My brother Jack Luna, creator and host of Dark Topic, co-host of 911 Calls with the Operator. You can find them wherever you consume your favorite podcasts. Uh, his birthday is October 27th, so let me type that in and bam. Florida man accused of having sex with frozen toy at Target. That's better. Thanks for not letting me down, Florida man. Let me just save that for a potential episode later. Ah, it's frozen toy, like the movie. I read that as if the toy was literally frozen, which was kind of confusing. Anyways, the episode today would fall under the category of Florida men. There's a couple of them, and they're up to no good. So let's let the craziness commence. Today's story takes us to DeLand, Florida, which is a city in Volusia County. It's about 30 miles north of Orlando and 23 miles west of Daytona Beach, and is a decent place to live if you like that small town kind of vibe. It's also not a bad place to live if you'd like to become a victim of crime. Let's check in with our friends at NeighborhoodScout.com for more. They say, With a crime rate of 43 per 1,000 residents, DeLand has one of the highest crime rates in America, compared to all communities of all sizes, from the smallest towns to the very largest cities. One's chance of becoming a victim of either violent or property crime here is 1 in 23. Yikes, I do not like those odds. But let's roll the dice and see what happens. We are going to kick things off with a short reenactment of the 911 call coming from the victim of the crime who wished to remain anonymous. Instead of calling him the victim, I will be referring to him as Ricky from here on out, just for a more personal touch and a more natural story flow. Plus, he just sounds like a Ricky, so here it is. Okay, did you see anybody? No, I can't see nobody. All I can see uh, is the towel being put over the camera. Like I said, short reenactment. So that was Ricky calling 911 from work around 7 a.m. on a Tuesday morning, March 13th, 2018 to be exact. You see, Ricky received an alert on his cellular phone at 6.54 a.m. from his home security system that he had in his house. I love the security systems these days. So cool. A motion detector was set off in the home, and so the camera started recording. Ricky was alerted and checked out the footage. Whoever entered the home was savvy enough to cover their tracks and throw a tea towel over the camera immediately so they could not be identified. Ricky, obviously realizing someone was in his home and up to no good, called the police. The deputies arrived very quickly, a little after 7 a.m. So thank goodness for home security. Quick recap here. Ricky's home is empty in the early morning hours. Someone breaks in. He gets an alert on his phone, calls 911. Police are dispatched and arrive on the scene. This all happens in about 10 minutes' time. Amazing. And I'm not the only one impressed by how quickly everyone acted on the action. Let's get one of a few quotes from Ricky, done in an interview from News 6. 
I gotta say, one one hilarious part of the interview is they just showed the bottom of Ricky's legs while he's speaking. He's wearing a faded pair of relaxed fit jeans and a fresh pair of black Nikes that say Air Precision on the front. No doubt those would-be thieves would have stole those bad boys too, if given half the chance. Ricky quote, I got a alert at 6.54. I called D-Land police, and they was here in no time. End quote. So when the deputies arrive at the home, they get there in the nick of time and they cut off a red sports utility vehicle being driven by two men trying to escape the scene of the crime. They stop the men and question them. And here's where things start to get weird. Well, for starters, one of the guys is wearing a bull onesie, complete with a tail and it has a hood with a snout on it. Brilliant disguise. So that's kind of strange right off the bat. That same man said he was just grabbing some clothes from the residence owned by a friend. No big deal. Only there were no clothes in the vehicle. It's at this point one of the deputies notice a strange burning smell and enter Ricky's home. It's filling with smoke. He finds a big pot on the stove and some spaghetti sauce burning and a washcloth which was placed beside the burner and it had just started to catch fire. Police thankfully put out the flames and then begin to piece together what went down in the home. It appears as though the men tried to cover up the burglary, making it seem as though there was an accidental house fire. Ricky quote, They was trying to make it look like I had left the stove on, but who gets up at two o'clock in the middle of the morning and fixes Pasquetti? End quote. I love this guy. Two o'clock, 2.30 is around the time Ricky left for work. Kind of a strange shift. I wish I knew what he did for a living. Anyways, when police search the red SUV, they find quite a few items of interest. A vacuum cleaner, an air conditioning unit, a flat screen TV. Nice. There's even a heater in the back seat that they also took. Basically, they just grabbed anything of value. The police also found a marijuana grinder in the vehicle's center console. And then they find the smoking gun. On the passenger seat, riding shotgun, is an empty jar of ragu spaghetti sauce. So who are these gentlemen? Let's get to know them a little. While the man driving the vehicle is 28-year-old John Silva. His partner in the bull onesie is 36-year-old Derek Irving. Things get a little complicated with the relationships here. Derek and John, partners in crime, and at one point in life, dated for a bit, but are now just friends. Derek also was in a relationship with our victim Ricky at one point. I don't know if you can really call it a relationship. They were dating for maybe a week. This was about four months earlier. They had a fling, might be more accurate. A few intimate encounters, and now they were just friends. Derek Irving seems to be the common link here. He's the guy that's friends with both men, and he may have suckered John into this mess. John said he knew who the victim was, but sincerely thought he was just giving Derek a ride to pick up his clothes and a couple other items from the house. He's probably playing dumb. He had to know what was going on here. He said it seemed a little suspicious, but didn't know he was involved in a burglary. First off, they entered the home by removing the AC unit from the window and then putting it in the vehicle. So that should have been a red flag. They also grabbed the TV, vacuum cleaner, and started cooking up some pasta sauce. John, dude, you didn't find any of that stuff suspicious? Not to mention Derek didn't even end up grabbing any clothes the whole reason you were there in the first place. Yeah, that was just a little fishy. So Ricky and Derek had a week-long relationship, had an argument, then just remained friends afterwards. Ricky was asked why he thought Derek burgled his home. 
and he wasn't sure why he'd do such a thing. By the sounds of it, Ricky was a pretty damn good friend. Here's his sarcastic response when he was asked what he thought was the motive for the robbery. Ricky, quote, I let him use my car for four months. Maybe he's angry about that. Or maybe he's angry because I gave him $150 to fix his teeth. Maybe he's angry about that. End quote. I'm fortunate enough to have dental coverage over here in Canada with my work and my wife's work, so we're doing okay as far as that goes. I never have to worry about prices when I get a cleaning or any work done, and I still barely ever go. It must suck to not have dental insurance, and I imagine it's pretty pricey if you don't. It seems like the average is ranging anywhere from 75 to $600 for a tooth extraction, depending on how complicated the procedure is. Just a simple teeth cleaning is around 75 to $200, so 150 bucks is not going to get you much work done, at least not by a professional. There's footage of Derek in court, and uh, he's a decent-looking guy. He's pretty skinny, his hair and braids tight to his head. But I did notice he made a real effort not to show his teeth. We'll probably never get the real reason why Derek wanted to take those items from Ricky's home. Maybe he was just desperate for cash. He could have pawned those items off and made a quick few hundred bucks. It may be deeper than that. Either way, Ricky is keeping tight-lipped about the situation. Literally. When it comes down to it, Ricky should have been more careful about the company he keeps. And at 50 years old, he should maybe stick to men closer to his age. He suffers from TPSDS, and that is what got him in this mess to begin with. He's just too nice. Oh, you're probably wondering what TPSDS is. Well, that's Trailer Park Sugar Daddy Syndrome. Look it up. It's a real thing. I didn't get a chance to describe Ricky's home. It's not exactly in the best shape. First of all, it's... Hey, I wonder if anyone's actually Googling Trailer Park Sugar Daddy Syndrome out there. <laughs> I really hope so. Anyways, the home is off Evergreen Terrace, which sounds like a nice area, but I assure you it's a bit of a shithole. I think it's a trailer, but the home kind of looks like a portable you'd find at a school. The rustiest looking portable I've ever seen. Definitely not a home you think would warrant a security system. But in this case, I guess Ricky knew what he was doing, and it paid off because it got these men busted. Wow, I kind of sound like a snob saying all that. I, I just want to give you a feel of the area and to let you know Ricky's not exactly living in the lap of luxury. Nothing against him, of course. He seems like a good dude. He's got his own place, he's got a job, and those aren't always easy to come by, especially these days. And he also sounds like a pretty helpful friend. Letting a guy he's only known for four months borrow his vehicle, even hooking him up with some cold hard cash to fix those gnarly teeth. Derek Irving, of course, was punished for his part in this pasta-sauce predicament. He was charged with arson, burglary, and grand theft. Ouch. They actually hit him pretty hard. He was held without bond as he violated his probation. That's right, he was on probation for a previous felony. So things not looking too good for him. And poor, sweet, innocent John Silva, who was just giving his buddy a ride. Well, he got hit as well for arson, burglary, and grand theft. Oh, and he was also driving that sweet ride, the red SUV with a suspended license. So he got dinged for that. Silva was held on $25,500 bond. I'm sure he came up with that cash, no problem. The Ragu robbers, these criminal masterminds, I guess it just wasn't their day. This was a strange crime, strange indeed. Not so much the robbery, those happen all the time. But the bull onesie is a nice touch. And the cover-up with the spaghetti sauce, or pasghetti, as our friend Ricky would call it, well, that was rather unorthodox. 
I'm sure most people would agree with me here. I'm sure a neighbor would also agree with this if they were asked. Guess we'll never know, though. Oh, actually, hold on a minute. I'm getting some breaking news here. Luckily, we have a reporter from Fox 35 News who caught up with a shocked neighbor who wished to remain anonymous. Here's what he had to say on the matter. Shocked anonymous neighbor, quote, Inventive, but still crazy. I mean, it just seems a little out of the ordinary, in particular, for people to even think of something like that. End quote. Mwah. I think that says it all right there. I think shocked anonymous neighbor guy just articulated what we were all thinking, but couldn't put into words. Beautiful. Shout out to the security system in Ricky's dilapidated home, the true hero in this tale. Although I guess there were a few heroes here. Ricky and his quick thinking calling 911, the dispatcher for her reaction time, and the Volusia County deputies for arriving on the scene and cutting off the ragu robbers with only seconds to spare. But if that security system wasn't there, these buffoons probably would have got away with it, and Ricky's home would have went up in flames. I wish I could shout out the name of the security system used in this episode. I don't think it was Ring, or I would have seen their logo in the bottom corner of the footage. Ring is apparently only good for recording amateur homeless man porn. Ring is not a sponsor of the show, by the way. Neither is amateur homeless man porn. Although I think I'd get on board with that. Anyways, let's end this with a final thought from Ricky, our resident trailer park sugar daddy. Quote, Thank God for this camera. Thank God indeed, Ricky. Thank God indeed. And on that note, we are back. That's a wrap on episode number 11, The Ragu Robbers. I hope you enjoyed this cautionary tale. Be careful of the company you keep. Some crimes are random, but a lot of the time it's someone in your inner circle that you trust, or an acquaintance, a neighbor, someone you know and you wouldn't necessarily expect. Keep your head on a swivel. As always, I want to thank Steffi for voicing the disclaimer, the operator for the sweet, sweet theme music, and my boo for editing this episode. That's what she requested me to call her, by the way. Not my choice. Um, let's dedicate this episode to the people at Ragu. They make a fine spaghetti sauce over there. Hey, not a sponsor yet, but a fine product nonetheless. I have a promo to get to in a moment. Oh, and um, by the way, I I have it in the show notes, but I'm now on Instagram. Real underscore Leroy underscore Luna. I'm terrible on keeping up with social media. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get more active on all the platforms. Get my name out there. It's tough. It doesn't come naturally to me. But anyways, come follow me on the Instagram. I just got to post pictures and stuff. Seems kind of fun. Pretty straightforward. But yeah, it's kind of new to me. Okay, promo time. This one is for a true crime pod called Mens Rea, which literally means guilty mind. The show is hosted by Sinead. She's awesome. She has a great voice. She's super Irish. Irish. And she covers cases all over Ireland and the UK. So give that one a go if you're looking for another crime podcast to sink your teeth into. I'll let her tell you all about it momentarily. As for me... I'll be coming back at you on November 10th with another petty criminal. Peace. Take it away, Sinead.
Mens rea is the legal principle of criminal intent. It means literally, the guilty mind. Join me, Sinead, every fortnight to discuss Ireland and the UK's most heinous crimes and the court cases that followed. Do you want to know more about a kink killing in Dublin in 2012? Or serial killers in Scotland? Whatever your guilty pleasure, you'll find it and all the details with me. Find Mens Rea wherever you get your podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.